The NFL Gambling Podcast Week 9 Morning Preview and Pick Show edition of the Sports Gambling Podcast is brought to you by Prize Picks. Go to prizepicks.com uh, and use that code SGPN to get a first deposit bonus up to $500 or $100. We're also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, a sports betting research platform for parlays, props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Code SGPN to get 50% off. Your first month to start making smarter bets today. Plus, uh, we're on the MMA Gambling Podcast, and they just launched their new YouTube channel. To celebrate, they're giving away an MMA Gambling Podcast hoodie. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash MMA hoodie for all details today. I'm just about that action, boss. Welcome, everybody, to the NBA. And NBA. That is disgusting on my part. I cannot believe I just said that as a, as I was reading the NBA podcast ad read. Welcome to the NFL Gambling Podcast. Hopefully, I still have a job after this, after saying something filthy like that. Uh, but if you're wondering who you're listening to, I have Moneyline Mac. And we're diving into uh, week nine in the National Football League. And you know what, man? Trade deadline didn't disappoint once again, and we will actually have a show later this evening diving into an updated futures market in the National Football League after the uh, trade deadline. That's why I said NBA, because I'm used to the NBA trade deadline, and all of a sudden the NFL's kind of turned into the NBA in terms of how much they put an emphasis on this trade deadline. But we got games to pick, we got games to preview, games to handicap, dive in, lock dog, Tease and of course our money line round robin that's going to hit on Sunday. So uh, joining me every single week on the NFL Gambling Podcast, you know him from the old fashioned football. He is J Mark Football. Uh, what's up, man? What's uh, the beverage of choice today uh, on this great Wednesday afternoon? <laughs> well, I went to the uh, the fridge and apparently the beer is out in the garage fridge, so. All I could find was this nice little white claw, and I thought, eh, fuck it. I'll just grab it. Um, but uh, clearly, you started drinking early, not only saying NBA, but I see the NFL Gambling Podcast release says that this show is Moneyline Mac and Ramblin' Rush. No Ramblin' Rush here today. It's me. Um, sorry. <laughs> oh, man, I'm all over the place. So, yeah, Ramblin' Rush is on uh, – Ramblin' Rush is on uh, the Big 12 college experience. So, yeah, go check out that one, too. I'm all over I the had place. To give you shit. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, no doubt, man. I mean, this is what this is what happens when when, when you're doing too many shows. You know, the, uh, I think somebody hacked my computer. That's what I'm going to chalk it up to. I see Rush tweeted, uh, "This uh, this isn't the Ryan and Rush show. This is the NFL. Have a great show." So yeah, uh, all <laughs> over the place. Uh, I'm over. So hopefully, my picks are a little bit better than my intro. But Jay Mark, Week Nine in the National Football League. Uh, what's going on, man? I mean, what, what, what's your thoughts on this slate? We got a, obviously a key Germany game, but, uh, yeah, what's, what, what's your thoughts? A lot of, a lot of gross games, by the way, I agree with RD. You secretly watch NBA on your phone all night. Um, <laughs> that's why you're, you're messed up those late games. They got you all tired and everything. 
fake news. Yeah, I, <laughs> I look at this slate and I think it's gross. This is a gross slate. Um, a lot of shit teams favored against shit teams. I, I don't know what to make of this. We have a couple good games, but everything else, it's kind of a gross slate. Teams that yeah. I'm not even that excited to watch. Like, like I want to see uh, Rippin versus Jordan Love. No. Like, yeah. I want to see the Commanders, after they sold their defense, <laughs> go against the Patriots. No. Like, what? what is this? Or, or I, the Cardinals. I'm a Skids which, fan. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't want to watch it. <laughs> or the Cardinals, who uh, obviously they traded Josh Dobbs out. It's going to be Kyler Murray or Clayton Toon as eight-point dogs against Cleveland. Another shit team. Watson's practicing. We'll see if he decides he wants to play or not. Um, yeah, I just don't like this slate at all. Maybe it's the injuries that are affecting it. You know, we got Minnesota without Kirk Cousins. I don't know. It's just gross. I'll stop complaining about it, though. I already got my my picks written down, at least. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, you can always make some picks, so let's go. Uh, all right, well, let's uh, let's dive in. Let's go right into it, because we, we talked about how bad the slate is for the early window with all these backup quarterbacks, but a game where it's not going to be bad is this Germany game over the pond at 9.30 a.m. Eastern. A little bit of sharp action coming in on the Dolphins. Uh I kind of bet I bet this at two and a half earlier in the week. Uh, Miami coming in at both teams at six and two overall. The Dolphins got over there earlier than the Chiefs. Maybe that's the reason for a little bit of action back towards the Dolphins. Um, Taylor Swift will not be in attendance from from what I'm told. I know that's, that's a the real statistic. reason. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so so let me ask you this before I give out a pick, J. Mark. I, I thought this uh, last week when I saw Travis Kelsey at the World Series on a Friday night, I thought that was weird. But when, yeah. when you play a road game in Denver on Sunday, and I saw some finally some older guys basically calling it out, be like, what are you doing? I mean, we get the, the whole Taylor Swift thing. I mean, that's your, that's your personal life. But when you're going to a Texas Ranger game, that I mean – even if you got a private jet, you're still not getting back till midnight, one o'clock in the morning on a travel day the very next day to go to Denver to play your division rival. I kind of wonder where the Chiefs' minds are at. How about you? I mean, did you think that was a little weird that he was at the Texas range? It wasn't like the Kansas City Royals in town. I mean, but usually like these guys will go to these events earlier in the week, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, even Thursday. But once Friday hits, man, you're locking in on your opponent. Do you agree with that? Yeah, I do. I mean, and honestly, I think if this was a, a just a regular even road game, let's say they were traveling somewhere like Atlanta or Chicago, it wouldn't bother me that much. But you're going to the mile high where we know yeah. the the uh, elevation there affects you. And you're sitting around Friday night at the baseball game, adding more travel to your schedule. Like, I, yeah, I definitely don't understand that one. I don't know if that's why they weren't as focused. I, th- I think Denver pulled a they had a good game plan going to kind of slow him down I think Mahomes you know you factor in that he was sick plus the elevation that couldn't have helped but um yeah you definitely would like to see some more focus from a team that you know everybody expects the most out of them everybody expects them to win every game they expect them to make the Super Bowl you got to take that shit serious yeah I, I I'm in 100% agreement with you have we got an update on Patrick Mahomes? I know we do the show Wednesday at 3 o'clock Eastern, 2 Central. So the injury reports start trickling out. McKinnon uh, 
won't practice on Wednesday. I don't see Mahomes on the practice report. On the other side, man, the Dolphins are bang, bang the hell up. I mean, they just put Taron Armstead on injury reserve. He's in that 21-day window. Uh, they, they got uh, – what's his name? Um, Jalen Ramsey back on Sunday. He had an interception. Uh, Holland's questionable. Howard's questionable. They got a bunch of question marks. I – I think this is actually going to be kind of a low-scoring game. That's kind of the contrarian in me to saying everybody's thinking about all the points. Tyreek Hill against his former team, Chiefs bounce back. But I really like this Chiefs defense. I think the Chiefs defense has actually probably been the better unit of the two so far this year. I know everybody gets enamored with Mahomes and Kelsey and the Swifties, but, I mean, Chris Jones, ever since he came back after the Lions game, that's been a dominant defense. With that said, how can I not? I mean, we know the stats of taking Mahomes under three points as a favorite or a dog. Like he's hitting that like a sixty or seventy percent. I think seventy percent. I'm not. I'm not fading Mahomes off a loss. No way. The, the Dolphins have not won a game against a quality team, a winning team, winning record team since last September. I'm on the Chiefs. I'm not overthinking this. It might be public, but I'm not overthinking it. Yeah, I'm I'm absolutely right there with you. I mean, you can you can look to the fact that the Dolphins are going out there earlier, but at the end of the day, this is Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes off a loss. I and an embarrassing one at that. It's not like they lost a close 100%. game. They got their asses handed to them. And you know they're going to bounce back with a vengeance. And I absolutely agree. That defense you know, every year it seemed like, man, this offense is amazing, but the defense is going to struggle. That defense is not struggling anymore. So I, I see them controlling this game, slowing the speed down for Miami. And, uh, yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised if this is a low-scoring game as well with the, the travel to Germany and everybody's schedule being a little bit off. But I definitely think the Chiefs bounce back and take this one. Yeah, we're in agreement. We're not overthinking this one. It, it is public. I will say that. So if you want to dive into the foxhole with the Dolphins, go ahead, but I, I'm not doing it yet. You got to show me with that offense. So um, have we? do we have a weather report on this Germany game? I was looking earlier, NFL weather uh, week nine. So pulling up the weather report in the NFL, I know it's going to be, uh, it's going to be cold tomorrow in Pittsburgh for the Thursday night game. Oh, it's in a dome. So Germany's in a dome. I thought filthy dome. <laughs> oh, this is filthy. Why are they playing this fucking game in a dome? What are we doing? Oh man, <laughs> I'm not watching. <laughs> I'm sleeping in. Just kidding. I, I gotta, I gotta wake up and cheer on the Chiefs. I'm on the Chiefs. So, all right, uh, we'll, we'll dive into the rest of the one o'clock slate on the other side. But first, we got to talk about prize picks. Uh, prize picks. You know, with, with basketball season approaching. Prize Picks is the most fun you can have by winning up to 25 times the money this football season. And now you can play in basketball season too. You you can just select two or more players, pick more and even less with projected stats uh, and place your entry that you want to get down on. I mean, you, there's plenty of guys you want to back Mahomes, you want to back LeBron. I don't know why you would ever want to back LeBron, but if you want to do that, go over there and you can parlay them together uh, for, for, you know, passing yards with, with a couple three-point made shots, even though LeBron's going to brick it. Uh, but, you know, play alongside some of your prize picks, uh, favorite players out there, and you can you can, you can can ride with those guys with the community plays under the promo tab. 
to <laughs> to view entries from some of the biggest names in the prize picks community each week. They got too many NBA ad reads on this damn thing. This is the NFL gambling podcast, but you know what? We got to get paid. Uh, prize picks even offers a reboot policy. So here you go. This is the NFL. For all you guys out there that are pissed off about B. John Robinson still having a couple of migraines or whatever the hell he had, all he had to do was take a Tylenol. Uh, but uh, here, get over there to Prize Picks because they have a reboot system where Prize Picks will uh, give you a reboot if the player exits the first half and does not return the second half. And, you know, it's called the injury insurance policy. So get over there to Prize Picks. Players and sets, types you're selecting, highlight your winnings from Prize Picks and how fun the game can be with this experience. Go to prizepicks.com slash SGPN and use the code SGPN for a first match up to $100. Prizepicks.com slash SGPN, code SGPN. Prize Picks Daily, fantasy sports made easy. All righty. We are also brought to you by the MMA Gambling Podcast. They just launched their new YouTube channel in honor. We're giving away an MMA Gambling Podcast hoodie to one lucky winner. SportsGamblingPodcast.com slash MMA hoodie to submit your entry today. And make sure you subscribe to that MMA Gambling Podcast on YouTube. That's MMAGamblingPodcast.com slash YouTube. All righty. We are back on the NFL Gambling Podcast. Here we go. Let's dive into these seven games. Chat's alive. Right there. Rush is in there. There you go. Uh, oh, yes. Good good point right. by Rush. We got daylight savings time. Um, so, yeah, we'll get an hour back. I guess I'll wake up and watch Chiefs uh, Dolphins. <laughs> Even though it's in that fucking dome. It's stupid as hell. Uh, all right. Let's go to another game. <laughs> this, I, I, All right. Chalk this one up. I have no idea who's going to win this game. Um <laughs> The L.A. Rams coming off a beatdown in Big D are going to uh, Green Bay, Lambeau. Uh, Freaking Packers made me look like a jackass last week. Completely <laughs> laid an egg on my lock. Man, them and the Patriots, man, those two those two damn teams, they got to win eventually, right? Um, Jordan Love has not been very good. This is the L.A. Rams going to the Frozen Tundra. They've lost three straight years there. Doesn't sound like – I mean, do we have an update on Stafford? I know there was rumors that they were going to put him on the injured reserve, but – He's um, he's still being listed as day-to-day. He's got yeah. a UCL sprain. And uh, shout-out to RD. You should have listened to the Packer fan himself. I told you, he I said. Know, I know. <laughs> he, he was emotional hedging. Damn it. <laughs> uh, man. So, so, I mean, the headline, the Packers are still banged up. Weather, there's got to be some weather in this game. I mean, it's this is Lambeau Field. It better be freaking 30 degrees. It's actually going to be 48 with the chance of precipitation, 12%. Um, oh, man. I mean, if does this number tell you that it's going to be ripping, J-Mark? I think so. I think, I mean, how otherwise, how are the Packers getting three and a half points? Uh, nobody's trusting Jordan Love with that, right? Unless no. for sure it is ripping. I'll I'll take the Packers. I I don't I don't I don't love it. I mean, not locking them this week. They they, they did me dirty. I, RD I, in the chat. I'm curious what you think on this game. Uh, he went five and three and one last week, I believe, along with yes, you. Yes, he did. I I uh, took you guys by one game, going six and two. 
but uh or six and three six and three six and two something i don't know anyways i i can't trust jordan love to win by more than three points so for me i think i mean sean McVay is still a really good coach i'm starting to wonder if matt lafleur not a good coach maybe they just looked good because of rogers i mean if you look at some of those plays you come out of a bye and people didn't look prepared for that game last week against the vikings at all like how do you show up not prepared after a bye week against a division rival doesn't make any sense to me but um Sean McVay, a very good coach. I think they're going to control the game with running the ball. I know they've been banged up in the backfield, but Darrell Henderson and Royce Freeman showed that they can uh, run efficiently last week. So, and you know, they're going to get some sweeps going to probably Puka Cooper and Tutu Atwell. I'm laying, I'm taking the three and a half points here with the Rams. I, I think the Packers probably win, but by a field goal at most. So um, I'm going, I'm going with the Rams here. You love the Packers. Just say it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will say I did check this, the betting splits, because I was like, you know what? In a game where I don't really have a good feel, let me check the check the betting splits. 76% of the tickets on uh, the Rams, 72% of the money on the pack. So little contrast here. All right, we'll, we'll go opposite ways. Let's go Packers. Come on. <laughs> you know what? I'm not locking you, but you're getting it done. <laughs> you'll never hear me say, let's go Packers. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, you're you're gonna have to lose multiple bets. Uh, all right, let's go. Let's go over to the next game, J. Mark. Where we got? Oh God, here we go. <laughs> I think this is actually three now. Where we got? Yeah, we got we got Ron Rivera. Is he, is he still the coach? I guess he is. <laughs> Jack Del Rio's still there. They're all still there. They're going up to New England. Patriots uh, laying three. Uh I mean, I think everybody's going to take the skins here because everybody's going to fall in love with Sam Howell off the Eagles' performance just like they did a month ago, and then they laid an egg against the Bears, and then they laid an egg against the Giants. Told you, last week was the get-up spot. They should have won the game outright. It was absolutely ridiculous officiating, and slash Ron Rivera just falling asleep at the wheel, and he's still coaching. Belichick off a loss. I think that they're playing better football. This is actually an easy pick for me because it's Belichick defensively against a quarterback in his first 10 starts. He's feasted off of these. We see it with Zach Wilson, um, the the guy from the Colts last year, Ellinger. I mean, he eats these guys alive. I'm a, I'm gonna lie. I'm all over New England. New England's lock potential for me. Yeah, absolutely agree. We're on the same side here. I was curious to see where you're going with this being the Skins fan, but I know we'll talk about this at our uh, show at 5 Central, but shout out to Ron for uh, calling up the Bears and convincing them that they're still in the playoffs. <laughs> uh, you're in the playoff race. You need some help. Why don't you send a second over for Montez? Um, we would have sent a draft pick back to you if you had taken Ron with you. <laughs> right. <laughs> hey, we could have used him as our defensive coordinator. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'm all over the Patriots here as well. The the Patriots at home, Belichick bouncing back. I think they're going to uh, start throwing some wins together. I don't know if I, I like the 75-1 uh, to 1 that you placed. I think that was last week before they lost. Yeah. Um, but Let's I think the they're going to start putting some wins together anyways. So uh, I like them to start right here and uh, getting it done. In, in an organization that just kind of – told everybody like we know we're not in it this year i mean we got rid of some key pieces 
Now, I think they still have a good defense, but I think that kind of sends a message to the team like we're we're, we're looking towards next year. Yeah. And then Nick says, thank you for Chase Young in the chat. He's going, you know, he's a perfect fit because he gets injured every other game. So he'll be on the shelf with Devo and Trent and all those guys. I'll guarantee you, first five games will go down. I'd say, That's... and people can say it's not politically correct. I've watched it. He gets hurt every other game. He's great on the sidelines. That's what I said. Let's send a injury prone player to one of the most injury prone teams. What are you thinking? Yeah. Come on. <laughs> I, 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 we'll talk about it in depth on the value. I couldn't believe how many people thought like, they were going to get like a first or second back for Chase Young. He hasn't played. Like right. he's 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 the worst defensive lineman on their team. He's not bearing John Allen. He's not bearing Deron Payne. He's not bearing Sweat. And clearly, the market dictated that. I didn't think that the Bears would give up the second for Sweat, but hey, we'll take it. So future's bright. Oh, we didn't future's Chase Claypooled <laughs> again. <laughs> well, that, that's pretty sad if you got ripped off by us because we're used to getting our ass ripped off. So. <laughs> All right, man. Let's. Uh, we're both on New England. We're we're in sell Ron Rivera mode. Is it is this the final game for Riverboat up in New England? I mean, if they haven't done it yet, they're keeping him right until the end of the year. Yeah, I, I you feel would, like you would think, if they get drilled though, like like let's say Belichick schemes up one of those great uh, mass defensive masterpieces where they have Sam Housing ghosts like like Zach Wilson. I mean. Let's say like thirty nothing or or twenty four nothing, something crazy. I think he could get canned if they get blown out. Yeah, that's that's true. Um, I feel like the the trade deadline right around there, just like the Raiders did it. Maybe not one or two in the morning like the Raiders did it, but yeah. like uh, I feel like that timeline was good to get rid of the coaches that you know they're not going to be here next year. We need to make a change. But yeah, you bring up a good point. If they, if they get thumped and embarrassed, then it might be like, we got to, we got to blame somebody. So let's blame Ron and get him out of here. Yeah. Will he leave? <laughs> I'm not fired. leaving. <laughs> <laughs> he, he still thinks he's still coaching up Chase Young and Montez Sweat. Uh, <laughs> I, I mean, dude, I, I actually think they're defensively going to not miss much with those guys leaving. Maybe Sweat a little bit, but you look at you look at some of the best stretches of football that they've played during the Rivera era. It's been when Chase was on the sideline injured. So, yeah, yeah. addition by subtraction, as Ron said. So I'm agreeing with him there. All right, uh, we'll go over to the next set of games, but first we got to talk about Hall of Fame bets. Win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with Hall of Fame bets, a sports betting analytics platform for parlays, props, and game lines. And you can research every NFL, NBA, and MLB and soccer bets. Enter any parlay into the Hall of Fame Bets Revolutionary Parlay Optimizer tool to get hit rates broken down by each leg, as well as probability for the entire parlay. Uh, you can break down each and every leg so you know the probability to see which one has the best value. Stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users with Hall of Fame Bets to craft a more intelligent Data-driven parlay, download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame Bets. All right, we are back on the NFL Gambling Podcast. Next up, we go to Moonoffs, Houston Texans, where we got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, these two teams are struggling, J-Mark. You, <clears throat> you, you kind of look at it, both started – fast everybody kind of fell in love with these two teams uh then i think they uh, kind of reality set in a little bit uh houston coming off the bye lost to the lonely panthers last week 
Um, on the other side, you have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who are also coming off back-to-back losses. The Buccaneers, sorry, yes, they 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 had the backdoor cover. They had three straight losses. Sorry, um, to the Lions, to the Falcons, to the Bills, and that was all off the bye. Um, so this this game was hard for me, but I'm not gonna lay points with CJ Stroud. I, I think everybody jumped the gun on him a little bit in terms of crowning him. I still think he's gonna be good in the long term, but we see these rookie quarterbacks hit walls all the time. I'm gonna take the Bucks and I think an evenly matched team. I think the Bucks are actually slightly better, more experienced. I'm gonna be on the Bucks here and in a bounce back on the road in H Town. How about you? Yeah, so this one was in my uh <clears throat> excuse me must Great be that white game. claw must be yeah. that white claw uh get me uh this was in the uh the nfl trends to bet article that i wrote got published out this morning so go check that out but just looking at some of these trends um the texans are three and 12 against the spread when they're favorites of seven or less that is not good oh, i mean no. that's not good <laughs> at all yeah. and uh they're also seven and 18 and one against the spread when they're going to when they're playing a team that's going to be playing Tennessee next week, those are always kind of interesting. Also, uh, four and eleven against the spread when opponent has a longer rest. The Bucks played Thursday night, so they have a longer rest. Good the point. the trends for the Bucks aren't real strong, but I'm with you in fading CJ Stroud. I think he's hitting the kind of that wall. Robert Woods is going to be out again, I believe. He hasn't been lighting it up, but he's been a guy that he's a veteran that he's where he needs to be when Stroud needs him. When that pocket's breaking down, that's kind of a guy he's been able to rely on. Like he's going to be where he needs to be. So I think that kind of affects that offense and how it's flowing. And and I'm right with you. I think Baker, he's had some moments this year where he's looked really good. He's had some moments where it's like, there's the same old Baker, but I think he gets it done here. Um, You know, he's, he's still got a hell of a receiving crew with Evans and Godwin. They can get the game going with Richard White. So yeah, I, I, I'm all over the bucks here. Yeah, I, I, it's just take the points with, with two evenly matched teams, too. I, I, I think the Bucs yeah. are going to win. I, I, I'm more lean with you. I think they're the better football team. So give me the Bucks, and we like Baker as a dog. Don't like him as a favorite. So we are both on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Next up, we got – oh, this game is filthy. We got another <laughs> set of backup quarterbacks. Arizona going out to Cleveland where we, once again, do not know the quarterback for Arizona. It sounds like it's going to be Toon. Josh Dobbs headed to Minnesota. It seems it sounds like it's going to be P.J. Walker once more. I don't know if Arizona's going to score a point in this game. I was thinking about this. I I mean, I know I, it's hard to lay this many points with the Cleveland Browns, but I don't see how the Arizona Cardinals score if it's a new quarterback in his first game against arguably the best defense in the NFL. What's the total set at in this game? The, the total's got to be really low. The total is set at 37 and a half in the, in the numbers eight. I'm going to lay it. I'm actually going to lay a big number here for the Browns. I, I think they'll get a defensive touchdown and then they'll kick a field goal. Browns win 13, <laughs> three. <laughs> I like it. I mean, I went back and forth on this one. The Browns defense is elite, but they've not looked as dominating recently. We've seen yeah. where these backup quarterbacks, they come in and get their first starts, and it kind of motivates the team. I don't know if that's the case, though, with Clayton yeah. Toon. 
but I, I just, I don't like either of these teams right now. I think they're both trending downward. They're both trending the wrong direction. And honestly, I could see like a six to three disgusting gross game where no offense can do anything right. It's this a slow paced. You're like, okay, is anybody going to be able to break out? So I'm going to go with the big number with the Cardinals here. I, I think Ooh. they cover the eight. Um, I just, I don't have any faith in this Browns offense anymore. They started off looking so good running the ball. Nick Chubb gets hurt. Ford looked good for a while, but I just, I still think they're going to struggle. And I know Kareem Hunt has picked it up some too, but this, uh, this Browns team, they got a lot of question marks for me, especially with Watson continuing to sit out. And if Watson plays, I'm, I mean, I'm even more confident on the Cardinals. (laughs) So uh, give me the Cardinals plus eight. There's no way they're going to play Kyler, right? They won't say, I, so who knows? Yeah. <laughs> Browns win 9 nothing. I downgraded it. 9-0. <laughs> It'd be great. <laughs> there you go. Not a lot of confidence. Uh, I think teasing the Browns down to 2 is good, though. Yeah, I do like that. Yeah, I think Watch this win the be game. the highest-scoring game of the, of the weekend somehow. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's go over to your Chicago Bears. You're not giving your Bears enough uh respect here i think they're seven and a half point dogs really you're i think you just want to take the saints <laughs> oh you're right i looked at the opening number they are yeah. seven and a half point dogs yeah uh, let me hide it and fix it real quick <laughs> all good uh so the chicago bears while well, another quarterback situation we're not really sure of i don't think fields is gonna play right no, he's he's out another week at least. They said week nine he should start practicing. That's this week. But uh, it sounds like they're for sure going to go with Agent Bajan. Agent Bajan. One more, baby. Bounce back. <laughs> Saints are laying a big number. Derek Carr's a favorite. has been not good. Um, I know they're coming off a win. Good win in Indy. Arguably, maybe their most impressive other than the Patriots road game. I know that defense is really good. But does this not have a field goal game written all over it where the Bears find a way to stick around? I'm not laying a touchdown with Dennis Allen ever, ever. I mean, no no way in hell. I, I, they, their defense is not as dominant as the Browns, and the Bears are not as bad as the Cardinals. That, that's kind of my handicap here is how are the Browns and Saints laying about the same number when the Bears are the Bears are better than the Cardinals? The Cardinals just just straight away their quarterback that 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 kept them in games, and now they're going with Tune. Agent Bajan's actually been respectable. I know they kind of got blown out a little bit on Sunday night, but that was predictable, especially yep. with with the spot. So I'm all over the Bears here in a in in a bounce back double road spot where I think the Bears have a shot to win the game. To be honest, yeah, I I uh, I agree that. Uh... We knew that was going to be a tough spot last week, going to yeah. going to L.A., facing the Chargers, who that was a desperation. Absolutely, they had to win that game. Uh, Bajent in his second start. I mean, just all the narratives, we knew that that was going to happen. Bears making a couple moves here, obviously. We brought in Montez Sweat. We fired the running back coach. I'm not sure yeah. the reasoning behind that, but they, they cleared him out. So I would expect them to try to bounce back with a strong running game in this game. and. I think they're going to control the clock a lot. And if you're controlling the clock, you're not getting blown out. So I'm all over the bears seven and a half. I would have taken them at five and a half too. So yeah, <laughs> give me, give me Jay the bears. Mark, we, we may double up on this dog. This is a great yeah. dog opportunity against the freaking saints. Like, come on, 
the Saints, the Saints have been freaking up and down, up and down. This is all over the Bears here. Let, let's go. Give me the Bears. More than touchdown. All right. Let's go to the game of the 1 o'clock slate. This is like the one good game in this filthy slate. Um, Seattle's going east. Seattle's actually been really good in the eastern time zone for some reason. They've always had success. The Ravens coming off that uh, backdoor cover if you had the Ravens. Uh, take that dagger out of your back because that one hurt bad. Or cover the onside kick. They missed field goal. Timeout. They froze him. Kick it again. He makes it. <laughs> Cardinals cover. Yes, I had the Cardinals. Uh, I I said said my blessings that night. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Go Cardinals. Uh, <laughs> so uh, this this is spotlight game. I feel like the Ravens have been playing their asses off. I kind of think this is a little bit of a trap spot for them, though. I, th- I thought that I thought the Seahawks were fortunate to get out of there last week. I kind of like the Seahawks. I think the Seahawks are live here to, to win this game. We've seen Pete Carroll go east multiple times and win games. Like I said, the the Ravens are still banged up. Uh, I mean, you look at the injury report week in and week out. It feels like their defense is still banged up. Uh, I think they're going to get a couple guys. I mean, they got so many guys on injured reserve still throughout this year. I can't let I can't lay this big a number with the Ravens um, in, in the situation that they're in, and they do have a little bit of this is a non-conference spot. Looking at what the Ravens have on the horizon that we talked about in the recap show, they got a couple big time divisional matchups coming up. Uh, they got yeah the Browns and Bengals at home, so kind of a look ahead spot against a sneaky really good Seahawk team with a chip on their shoulder. I like Seattle, and I might that might be my dog, man. Kind of feels like that Lions game in week two. Yeah, I absolutely agree. I mean, I know the Ravens were kind of in the prevent D against the Cardinals towards the end there, and that allowed the Cardinals to cover. But you don't think this Seahawks team is better than the Cardinals? Come on, of course they are. So, yeah, yeah I the think – yeah, and I think that's even more to it. The fact that they're winning, 49ers are on a bye. They know that they have got to uh, – They've got to keep their gas or their foot on the gas here. Keep that foot on the pedal. And I think this is going to be a really competitive game. And you're right. This is the the game of the one o'clock slate. I'm right there with you. Give me the Seahawks. I think they they are live dogs for sure. This just every now and then, even it seems like it happens every year when the Ravens are doing well, there's a game you just look at and you circle and you're like, this just is a classic Ravens loss. It's just a game that they classically lose, even though they're not supposed to. This is what that game feels like to me. Calling it right now. Seahawks win. Ron Rivera goes out west, knocks off the Seahawks next week. Saves his <laughs> there job. you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that'd be great. Uh, yeah, no, I, I, I'm with you. It, we already saw it this once this year. They lost to uh, the Colts. They lost to the Colts in week three. So yeah. it, it, just these situational spots coming off big wins. They they didn't play relatively well last week, I thought. They they kind of just went through the motions. It was predictable. I mean, got the job done. But they're scheduled loss here. Let's go, Seahawks. And if anybody thinks we're crazy, we called that Colts one too. And Oh, it, yeah. Those mean, the, don't even get me started. Don't even get me started <laughs> on those fucking Saints. <laughs> All right, let's go to the next game where we got – here we go. We got the Minnesota Vikings first game post-Kirk Cousins era. Atlanta Falcons – Finally made the change, and here we go. Heineke time is alive and well in the ATL. We got a quarterback. We got the running back game going. 
They're coming off a loss. This this is going to be the Heineke bump for a game, at least a game. I, I love love the the Falcons here. They're, the Vikings have won three in a row too, so they're yeah. they're due for an egg. I, I'm all over Atlanta here, smash spot uh, back at home in the dome, coming off that tough loss to Minnesota. I think the locker room responds to to Heineke getting the job. I they, they're, you're going to see a little bit of that magic, just like I saw for a couple years in DC. Let's go Heineke once more, baby. Yeah, I would love to see uh, Cousins versus Heineke because they're both guys oh, that you, been just, great. you have to root for. I mean, I would, I would be yeah. like, oh man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I, at first, if this was Ritter playing, I was ready to be all over the Vikings with Jaron Hall coming in, playing for his job, especially after they traded for Josh Dobbs. He's got to show them that, like, hey, I am the future. I can carry this football franchise, et cetera, et cetera. But then they they made the announcement that Heineke was going to start. And Ritter is done, which sends a big message. I mean, really, I think this is the Falcons saying, like, hey, Ritter's not our guy. Um, otherwise, you can't bench him and not feel like you're fucking with his confidence, right? So it, I think that was a big statement by the Falcons to say he's done. We're going with Heineke. And I agree. Heineke is just one of those guys that you see the locker room just lift when he is in it. You see him take lead. He's got that dog in him. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm all over the Falcons here. It's a it's a bigger number than I like, but I, I still think they get the job done. Even if they just run the shit out of the ball, they're going to get the job done. Completely agree. And, I mean, the, the other thing, the these rookie quarterbacks that have had success made their starts at home. Agent Bajent got it done at home. Will Levis got it done at home. This guy, Toom, for, for, uh, out of Houston for Arizona on the road. The guy in Minnesota, Jaron Hall, making his first start on the road. That That's a tough task to, to go on the road in yeah. your first career start. And, yeah, they, they're, they're, they're going to rally around. Let's go, Falcons. Let's freaking go, baby. Uh, Drake London did not practice today, so monitor the injury report. But Kirk Cousins was everything for that team, man. Yeah, I agree. He, he, carry, he carried their ass. That, that, that defense is not very good. They don't have Justin Jefferson. Oh, yeah, this Atlanta. This this might be a lock. So, all right, let's go into the lock, dog, and tease. I'll let you lead it off, my man. Where are you going for your lock? Yeah, I don't mean to steal yours because you kind of mentioned it's lock-worthy earlier, but I'm going with the Patriots. They're going to they're gonna uh, win this game disgusting. easily. <laughs> <laughs> um, I kind of agree with you. Give me the Pats. <laughs> Give me the pass. Double, We're gonna, double lock it. This is this is this is Belichick against a rookie quarterback coming off a career start. He's gonna have those guys. He's gonna have him confused. I'm locking up New England. Dog. So I was gonna go with the Seahawks, but you kind of convinced me. I'm not one for flashing the camera, but give me special agent Bajent and the bears to get the job done in new Orleans. You can get the shirt on the SGPN merch store, by the way. Um, yeah, I just, I think they're going to be able to control this game on the ground. They're not going to ask Bajent to do too much. We knew last week was a, a letdown spot. We knew that that was just the whole narrative. There was so much going against him there. Bounces back this week shows what he showed this first start. And, uh, this is probably his last start. I mean, if Fields is starting to going to start practicing this week, this is probably it for Bajent. And I think he wants to go out on a high note. He's just, he's the, got that dog in him. He's a D2 player. 
who wants to show like I was not a one hit wonder. So yeah, give me the bears. I love it. Hey, I'm revising my lock. I forgot that this is a part of our slate. I'm locking the chiefs. We, we never had, we never had the chiefs on our, on our early slate. We're always, we're always in prime time or in the late window under field goal, Mahomes, Kelsey, Andy Reid, eating German sausages. Give me that. That's lock, lock the chiefs. I, I don't care if it's public. Diving right into it. Give me the Chiefs. Uh, for I like my it. dog, I, I thought about going Agent Bajan, but yeah, I want to give out some multiple picks uh, to our viewers. I'll go with the Seahawks. I'll go plus 200 on the money line at a conference game, road spot, get, get it done in Baltimore, continue that trend where they play well in Eastern time zone, look ahead for Baltimore to these AFC divisional matchups with Cleveland and Cincinnati. Yeah, let's go. Gino as a dog has been good, so I'm all over the Seahawks as my dog. All right, like uh, let's go to our teaser. All right, for me, I'm going to tease the Browns down to two. I'm going to tease the Bucks across some uh, cross zero. You're not supposed to do it. I do it anyways. Tampa Bay plus four and a half. And then I'm taking those Seahawks all the way up to 12. They're a really good team. They're kind of an underrated team. Not a lot of people talking about the fact that, hey, they passed the 49ers in the division for now. And there's no way they're getting blown out, even if they do lose. So I'm going to take them up to 12. Hey, you don't have to cross the number for Tampa. There are two and a half point dogs. Oh, you're right. You, yeah, you could take them to eight and a half. I like it even more. Yeah. <laughs> the I Texans like aren't winning by, by eight and a half. <laughs> yeah, no, no doubt. Uh, for my tease, I'll tease Cleveland down to two. Uh, Tampa Bay up to eight and a half. And... thought about the saints to minus one and a half to win the game but i think the bears are live in that game i'm staying away from that i'll cross the number with the falcons so what what am i giving out plus one and a half atlanta (laughs) plus one and a half they they do they do lose a lot of one one point games so i will uh i'll go atlanta plus one and a half atlanta wins the game cleveland down to two Tampa Bay up to eight and a half. Or I could do the Rams. Actually, I'm going to do the Rams up to nine and a half. Rams up to nine and a half. Take take out the Falcons. Rams up to nine and a half. Those two teams can't fucking score. Um, <laughs> let's go. Let's go. Bucks to eight and a half and Cleveland down to two. All right. All right. Money line round Robin. I think I think this is easy because we got this. We got the Seahawks and we got the bears in there we need one more dog was there bucks you want to throw the bucks in there absolutely i like it yeah i i thought that was actually the easiest one that we ever agreed on yep so if we tease our three dog this is going to be juicy because we got two two plus 200s uh cooking up come on load DraftKings. load It's never going to load. We're, we're not going to know what the, what, what the money line around Robin is. If we do this, we're going to take Seattle plus 205. We're going to take the Bears plus 274. That's free money. Tampa Bay plus 120. 24 to 1. Get in on it. Let's go. Oh, yeah. That's it. Lock it in, baby. Lock that puppy in. It's already better. RD. RD saying, how did everybody's tease do last week? 
he teased the opposite way, but he hit the Titans, hit the Vikings. The Finns didn't cover that 15 and a half, but if you teased him down, that would have covered. Um, let's see. I had Titans, Jags, and Saints. Those hit. You had Titans, Giants, and Panthers. All oh, yeah, they all nine, hit. And they all, they all won. Yep. No, the giant, the giant, the giant. giants fucking blew it. I should have money lined around yeah. robbing those dogs. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> All right, so, Jay yeah. Mark. Well, this is going to be a good week. I, I I like our twenty-four to one. This this is the probably the best one I felt about since week three when uh that fucking filthy Lambo team. That's the last time the Packers won too. By the way. Yep. Yeah, it yeah. was all just to screw us over because they know I hate them. I've talked too much shit about them. They're like, hey, we watch this show, and we need to make sure we win this one. <laughs> they said, shut that J-Mark guy up. So, J-Mark, right. tell everybody where to find you, what you got going on the uh, rest of the week. We got we got some waiver – or not waiver wire. We got some stardom sit going on. Sure do, at Old Fashioned FB. Check us over there, and at YouTube, uh, we'll be uh, giving out our start sits. And then you can find everything else I do at J-Mark Football. Indeed. You guys can find me at Moneyline underscore Mac, always in the Discord as well. Hit us up. It's going to be a fun weekend of NFL action. And and like J-Mark said, we're back here in a couple hours to break down the trade deadline and dive into the futures market. 6 o'clock Eastern, 5 o'clock Central. So good luck, everybody. And don't forget to let it ride.